Hey guys, this is Gary. This is Josh. Let's Talk Soccer. All right, welcome to a very special episode of the Let's Talk Soccer podcast. As everyone out there probably knows, we're a father and son team. Josh is a 12-year-old soccer player, and he knows more about the game than pretty much any adult I know does. Um, Plus, he's a very gifted player, too. Um, As we've evolved the format of this podcast and our Instagram account at Let's Talk Soccer, we've always followed through on our mission to also shine a light on people and organizations that are doing good for others through the sport that we love. Um, We're very fortunate to live in a city in Atlanta, Georgia, where uh, it has really become a soccer city with the growth and emergence of Atlanta United in the MLS. To be able to combine the growth of soccer in our city uh, with a group that is using the sport to enrich the lives of others in our community is a really powerful, exciting thing. So today we're thrilled and honored to bring you this very special interview with Bill Ford. Bill is the director of events for an organization called Soccer in the Streets. Bill, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks, Gary. Josh, how are you? We're great. We're doing well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, Let's just go ahead and jump right in. To get started, uh, please tell everyone how you got involved in the beautiful game, what your connection to soccer is. Well, well, my hometown, you can sense from my accent I'm not a local Georgia boy. Uh, <laughs> I come from the northwest of England, from a little town called Warrington. And Warrington is placed right in the middle between Liverpool and Manchester. Oh, wow. So you can only imagine that when you grow up, you go one way and then you hate the other way. So <laughs> I, I followed the light, well, you see, but, you, but you can tell by my age, when I, was follow, when I was making my choice, my team was highly successful. And I chose Liverpool because I was growing up in the 70s and 80s. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, so I watched them through some amazing years. Uh, it's been a little bit harder to watch in the last few years. Both dawns, but, uh, yeah, I, I come from an area that's really, really uh, entrenched in it. And uh, I've, I've never had much success on the pitch, but I'm a very passionate fan. Uh, that's great. Nice. My passions have led over to, uh, to the stuff I do in my spare time as well with Soccer in the Streets. Yeah. So, so tell us, how did you start with Soccer in the Streets? Um, what does your organization do? And, uh, and what's the mission of Soccer in the Streets? Well, the, 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 that's, that's a great question. The mission of Soccer in the Streets is to empower young people, uh, to give them opportunity in life, to put them on the right path. And we use the power of the, uh, of the beautiful game to do that. Uh, we, we use soccer as a medium. Uh, we have programs in a lot of the more challenged areas around the city. Um, you know, the, 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 the guys, the boys and girls that we're working with don't have the same advantages as uh, a lot of the other children in the areas. Mm-hmm. And the programs that we, we do, we're teaching them uh, basically life skills just to be, you know, we start at the age of four, they go through to the age of 18. And uh, we're teaching them about, you know, look after themselves, respect, teamwork. Uh, later on, as they get into their late teens, they start, we start training them as coaches or as referees if they want to go that way as well. And through that, they're then able to give back into their communities. And at the same time, we can then pay them for the work they're doing. So all of a sudden now they're getting opportunities for some paid employment we teach them resume building. Um, so hopefully at the end we turn out 
either employable or college-ready students at the end. That's fantastic. Have uh, have any of the players uh, that you've helped develop uh, make it to any sort of advanced level of, of soccer? We have well, we've we've had uh, we've had students that have gone on to uh, gone on to college and um, been able to get scholarships um, that have got them through college, and and these are students who are you know they're first generation in their families that have ever been to college and. You know, something that otherwise they wouldn't have been able to even consider financially if they wouldn't have had the scholarships. Uh, and then we're very, very proud to say that in the last year, we have had four students accepted into the Atlanta United Academy. That's amazing. Uh, the, day, the day that one of our guys runs out on an MLS pitch, I, I can safely say there'll be a tear in my eye that, uh, when that gets to that as well. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. What, uh, you guys recently won a very esteemed award from the U.S. Soccer Federation. First of all, congratulations. Uh, that's an amazing honor. But tell us about the award. What does it signify, and why did Soccer on the Streets win it? Um, it's, it was the Innovation Award with the um, Urban Symposium. Um, and it was for our projects with, uh, that we were doing with MARTA and also through the Atlanta United Foundation. And we basically built a soccer pitch on top of the master station at Five Points. Um, it was it was an area that was um, it, it basically was just locked up. It, it, there was nothing uh, nothing happening with it. Uh, one of our board members, uh, Sanjay, just almost like wandered past it one day and just had this this amazing thought that you know why why is there a piece of land going unused when we're desperate for for land in uh, right in the city because that's one of the problems that we face and I think that's one of the reasons why you know you'll see soccer's it, there's a big engagement in suburban areas because there's, and there's green fields to be, to be able to work with in an urban environment in the US soccer has never really um, taken a grip as much as it has in other areas and one of the big reasons is there isn't the green space there isn't the area to be putting up these pitches so the kids don't have access to it. So we um, we work with Marta. They they've donated the space. Atlanta United have um, made a big financial investment in it as well. And we've created this. Um, it's like a five-a-side pitch. And the beauty of it as well is because it's in a Marta station, you've got a transport network for the students to get there. Because the other thing you have in these um, in the communities that we work with is the parents often aren't as able to be as they may do in maybe more of the, um, the, the more middle class areas. So they don't have people to bring them to practice. And unless we're physically running up programs where they are, they can't get there. So we've got a, a green space right in the middle of a city. We've got a transport network now with Marta to so they can get there. And uh, it's, it's won a lot of... Um, national recognition i mean fifa were talking about it we uh it blew my mind that we were on the front page of the fifa website uh that's great that particular day there was a story about brazil a story about ronaldo and that was further down the page <laughs> story and i'm like wow we've, we've that's, a that's, that's a good day that is a good day of the office that so uh absolutely yeah, just that so the concept now is something that we're working on we'd love to see this as 
just a starting point, we'd love to, see, you know, because a lot of other spaces that we've we've seen, uh, you know, ideally we'd like to have ten other locations and really blanket the city, so that every child who wants to play has the opportunity to uh, to have access to a field. That's an amazing That's gift great. to the city. It's it's extremely radical to a degree, um, you know, to take it from concept um, into availability. That's that's an amazing accomplishment. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Took a lot of drive by a lot of people, and uh, they did an amazing job. Yes, that's that's amazing. So, how is soccer in the streets connected to Atlanta United and their Atlanta United Foundation? Uh. Good question. We are um, Atlanta United have been very, very supportive of many organisations around the city. Um, I remember when it was first announced that um, that they were going to go for the for the franchise, or they got the franchise. And I remember Arthur Blank talking about the fact he realised how it was such a um, it was such a, a sport that engaged so much passion in people and that the fan base was critical to it. And I think they've wanted to be very involved in developing that that, that groundswell of, of, of grassroots support around the city. So they've therefore been supporting a lot of organizations who are, who are, who are developing that. And we've been very fortunate to be uh, one of the organizations that they've worked with. As I say, they were fundamental in terms of the uh, the Martyr Station. Um, what they've also done is that we are we actually run now the after-school soccer programs, the I believe elementary, middle school for Atlanta public schools. That's great. And that's also funded by the Atlanta United Foundation. So, you know, they're they're doing an awful lot to put back into the city to encourage the growth of the sport in the city as well. Um, through that, we've obviously got some, you know, we've got some, we've just got some great relationships with the guys there. They're just an amazing group of people. Um, been just very supportive of what we do. You know, a tournament in a couple of weeks' time. They've, they've loaned us their facilities to run a tournament, <laughs> which has blown my mind again, that we've got a $60 million facility now to run our uh, tournament. And, that's nice. Carlos be running out playing in it as well, so it's uh, yeah, it's fantastic. A great group of people. And and so you mentioned their facility. So um, let's go ahead and talk about an event that I know you and your team are working extremely hard on. It's a really exciting event called ATL Champions League. Uh, Josh and I went to the event last year. It's our first time there. Had an amazing time. Uh, Josh saw a lot of his former coaches uh, from Concord playing there. So it was a nice way to catch up, but also um, watch some really talented players. We yeah. saw and met Carlos Bocanegra from the USMNT, um, and I know he's technical director for Atlanta United. He was playing there. So the talent level is really high, which I think makes for a fun time. But we want to hear about it. Um, how did it start? What are the goals of the event? How has it grown, et cetera? Um, yeah, it started uh, – well, it's actually how, how I originally got involved with the organization. It started uh, six years ago, and um, it really started as a group of uh, a group of patrons of the Brew House in Little Five Points, which is a very well-known bar mm -hmm. that a lot of the soccer fans go to. And, of course, yep. you have the, the, you've always got the Liverpool fans, the Man U fans, Chelsea and Arsenal – 
and the banter on game day is always very strong and uh, there was always this uh, this banter about who, who was the better side so eventually let's let's let our feet do the talking take it out on the pitch so we organised a little um, uh, four-sided uh, tournament um, and uh, we, we just thought, you know, we'll try and make some money out of this and give it to a good local cause. And we'd heard about soccer in the street, so we, we aimed to make about $4,000 off it. Uh, we ended up making 11. And then the next year we thought, well, let's, let's do it again. Uh, this time the European guys wanted in on the action, so we doubled the size of it and brought in four European sides. Uh, and then it went from eight sides to 10 to 12. Uh, this year now we're going to be 16 sides. Um, wow! It's yeah, it's, a lot, it's about 240 players, so the logistics is uh, is, is quite a big job. Yeah, with um, uh, essentially what happens is the local soccer fans who want to get involved, they sign up to play for the team of their choice. And while we have some free agents who don't really mind who they play for, the majority of people have a big passion for the team they sign up for out on the pitch and they've got a, a Liverpool logo on the chest or a Man U or a Barcelona, it actually means something to them as well. Um, and, but to be a part of it, everybody has to fundraise and that's the deal. Um, so everybody that comes in has their own fundraising account and that's how we make the money off the event. Uh, last year we made, gosh, $133,000. Which was which was incredible. I uh, don't know where it's going to end up this year. So we're still uh, obviously we've got a couple of weeks out on that one. But it's is, is there a goal that you're allowed to uh, to mention? Uh, we, we we've set a goal of 175 thousand dollars. Oh wow. wow. Okay. I'm just wondering if yeah you know, I've 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 been doing this now for uh, four six years. I've and I've run uh, run two or three tournaments a year with. We've always beat. We've always just got there, so I'm just hoping this isn't the first <laughs> target too high. But uh, we really went for it this year. Makes for a few grey hairs, I can imagine. Uh, I've, I've got a whole head full. If you, if you knew me, you'd know I've got a whole head full of them. So uh, yeah, that's. Uh, but it's not, probably not all down to this. Uh, but it's yeah, it's fantastic because it's testament to the soccer community. Uh, I mean, we we have a few team sponsors. And we're really, really pleased to have those guys on board. But 85% of the money that we make comes from the fundraising efforts of the players who come in it. And they all have a love for the game. Uh, they can all play. As you saw last year, Josh, these guys can play, can't they? Yes, they can. If, you, if you've seen us the first year when we were doing that little kick around and there was guys out the pub, I can tell you that the quality was not what it is today. <laughs> As each year, the team captains have just like you know they've just brought in better and better and better players, and uh, and it's got to the point now where the quality of the play is absolutely superb. So uh, it's very high quality. The guys are very passionate about the game, but by the same token, they're also very passionate about giving kids opportunities as well. So the fact that they can play the game they love and at the same time create an opportunity for another kid to play in it. Uh, to play the sport uh, is a great combination, and we really, really do appreciate the efforts of everybody that gets involved and, and raises money for us. Um, we've read that people are able to pledge players. Uh, what's the the process for that, and can people still do that? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> right, right up to the kickoff of the first game, yes. Um, 
the, the website is uh, www.atlchampionsleague.com. Okay. When anybody goes to the website, there's a, a section there where they can donate. Um, they can select the player they want to support. Or if they don't know a player who's actually playing in the tournament, uh, they can actually just donate to support the team they, they want to uh, support as well. So uh, they just put it into the team funds or the player funds. And then the great thing about it is we have a fundraising competition. So before we've even kicked a ball of the day, we have everybody competing on both an individual and a team basis to see who can raise the most money. And nice, nice. For the, the leading fundraising team and the leading fundraising individual. I'm guessing this is a, a group of uh, fairly competitive people, so I'm sure that element, um, <laughs> you know, is exciting too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, and the thing is, with like, with uh, you know, not everybody can expect to be uh, the top fundraiser. But because sure. I know a lot of the guys now who play in it, and I can see little battles forming in different areas. Even if they're not going to be number one, you know, one particular team will not want to be behind another team, and uh, and of course we we tap into that as well. We encourage that friendly competition because uh, after all, it uh, it helps helps the target in the end. So when and where is the Atlanta Champions League being held. Thank you. Yes, it's on Sunday, the 21st of May, and it starts at 1 p.m. Uh, if, if you see any other time, there might be a few times floating around that show it later. We've actually had to pull the event forward a couple of hours, so it is a one o'clock kickoff. Uh, okay. Finishes at five, and it is at the home of Atlanta United Children's Healthcare, uh, Healthcare of Atlanta Stadium, which is in Marietta, uh, so that you can uh, anybody coming along can get to see the training grounds, and uh, they've actually got a um, the, the, their championship pitch, which they have there, which is normally reserved for Atlanta United. It's like it's got a, I think it seats about 3,000 people, and we'll be playing the final on there as well. So. People can get to see where the guys are training and where they're hanging out when they're not uh, when they're not playing. That's amazing. Um, that we've seen pictures of of the, the training grounds and the facility, but we're really looking forward to to going and, and seeing that. It's going to be that'll be pretty neat to see. They've done, they've done a really 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 good job there. I think uh, Mr. Blank has put his money where his mouth is, and when you when you see the yeah. facilities, it's not. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's 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 just a leader in its class in terms of what they've done there. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it seems that the team has done everything. You know, has really gone full steam ahead with everything from the grassroots marketing that you talked about earlier to the facility to the the product out on the pitch. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think that they've gone at it very differently as well. You know, you when you see just when you look at the just the the, the recruitment policy. Uh, mm -hmm. the, average age, the average age of the, the teams that we're putting out there uh, and just everything about they've done it right from the beginning and it's uh, it's just great I think Darren, Darren Eels obviously has been very that, and he's come in with a particular philosophy and uh, I think I mean, it's obviously early days they've, they've had some challenges in some of the games but uh, sure. you've got a team there of very, very young guys who are going to take a minute to gel but I think the, the overall products, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a season ticket holder as well. 
and just the just the organisation of the you know, season tickets, all you know, the electronic ticketing, just, just everything feels so so professional from the guys, and it's uh, it's good to see because I think we've waited long enough for a professional team in the city. We agree. Everybody, everybody wanted a really really good product to be proud of, and um, I think this we've got it. So, what other events do you and your team put on throughout the year? Oh, uh, thank you for asking. Yeah, we've, we've got <laughs> I get a plug for all of them, do I? It's good. Sure. Uh, thanks, Josh. I've, uh, yeah, we do the um, – so we've got the Champions League that we do now. Then in July, we have the Nations Cup, which is uh, a similar concept, but we have different countries playing against each other. It's almost like a, a World Cup-type um, event. And uh, we've already got German teams signed up. We've got a U.S. team signed up. So we're looking for organizations that like to put in a, a whole country team in there. Um, then we've got uh, later on in the year, we've got our corporate cup, which is, um, I mean, obviously you've seen a lot of the uh, the companies getting involved in the sport as well. And there's a lot of uh, large global co uh, corporations based in Atlanta now, they have a large international uh, flavor within their employees. So we're actually putting on a tournament um, for for, um, for corporations who want to put a team in. Um, I hope I'm not going to get into trouble. I think I'm allowed to say that uh, we've got Microsoft signed up. Um, I'm trying to think who else I'm allowed to say. But if you think about a lot of the large corporations, uh, I think at Home Depot, I think it confirms. So we've got um, uh, probably about 10 of the largest corporations in Atlanta playing. And then finally, we have the one at the end of the year, which is the Black Tie Soccer Game which is where I do uh, put my cleats on and embarrass myself. Uh, and that's, uh, that started from, uh, rather than having a big black tie gala dinner, we decided to have a soccer game where everybody plays in black tie and ball gown. And fits are absolutely hilarious. So the tournament, everybody dresses up in, uh, in their finery and... Uh, and it's, it's far more, uh, I would say, it's more entertainment value than uh, than silky skills. <laughs> but uh, it brings a laugh to everyone's face. So uh, we have really, we have an event for everybody. We've got the, you know, the very, very high quality one in Champions League. We've got the corporate one where companies can get involved, nations can get involved. And then, you know, at the end, we've got the, uh, the humorous one at the end, uh, putting a smile on everyone's face. That's great. That's great. Yeah, events are not an easy thing to put on, so you and your team should get a lot of credit for the work that you do. Those are those are difficult things to execute, especially when there's a fundraising component to it. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great team. They know what they're doing now, and uh, yeah, very 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 well organized. Everything that you know, you've you've mentioned about soccer in the streets. You're doing it for the community, the ATL Champions League event. It's all so amazing. We're really proud and honored to to have you join us. Um, before before we, we leave, is there anything else that you want to mention about the event or anything related to soccer in the streets? Um, no, I, I just I really appreciate the uh, the opportunity to, to talk to your listeners. It's uh, great that you guys – and I'm really pleased that you enjoyed yourself last year. Um, oh yeah, yeah, it was great. It's one of those where you know we talked before about you know you've got to put on a good product. People, people can be quite demanding, and you know we're we're the same as well. 
Um, we've got to put on a tournament that people either enjoy playing in or that want people want to come along and watch. So I was very, very pleased to hear that you enjoyed it. And, uh, and hopefully you're going to be there on the 21st, are you? We will be there, actually. Uh, we will be covering it for both the podcast and through, through Instagram. So we'll be posting some photos and videos and some live Instagram. So we will be there. Great. Well, I will, we'll catch up then. Look forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I'm right, going well, to say one thing. I'm really hmm. proud of what Josh has achieved. This, I tell you what, in, in terms of what you've done here, guys, and, and the, you know, the, I was just you know, saying before, 16,000 followers in, uh, in this area is phenomenal. So congratulations on having the dedication to build something like that. It, it really is amazing. should be proud of yourself, Josh. Thank you. All right. Um, so, Bill, thank you so much for, for joining us and taking the time uh, to talk about um, the ATL Champions League. We are very much looking forward to going to it, and we will definitely come up and introduce ourselves. Excellent. Look forward to it, guys. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks very much. All right. Take care. Bye. We really want to thank Bill Ford from Sock on the Streets for taking the time to speak with us. If you can, please go attend the ATL Champions League event. It is a lot of fun. And, of course, as you heard, it's for a really good cause. You can find details for the event at ATL championsleague.com and you can also learn more about soccer in the streets and ways to donate at soccerstreets.org all right guys you know good thing when you see it and this is one of those good things so please do what you can if you're not in the atlanta area and you still want to give to soccer in the streets you absolutely can just visit that website that i mentioned and if you're unable to do that Go out and do some good in your own community. Help some kids learn to play some soccer, teach them some valuable lessons, and pass it on. All right, guys, until next time, we say peace.